Hello, hello, it's Jessica Davenport, and finally, 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 I have procrastinated long enough. We are now doing the first episode of the podcast. So, I'm really, really excited. Um, This is probably going to be all over the place. I'm real. I'm a mom. You're going to hear my kids. I'm going to slur my words. I'm going to have to flip through my notes and try to figure out what I want to say, but... Finally, 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 I've sat down, I've procrastinated long enough, and here we are. And the one thing that I wanted to talk about today, um, and it took me a little bit to actually understand this, and it's things are happening um, for you, not to you. Uh, So a little background about me. I am a mom, and not just a regular mom, a medical needs mom, a rare disease mom, of two precious babies. Um, They have a really, really rare disease called Schimke Immunoosseous Dysplasia. It's SIOD for short, and this podcast is not really going to be about anything about their disease or raising awareness for their disease or our foundation. It's honestly just to bring a little bit of hope and a little bit of light to other people that's going through a hard time. So... Um, a little bit about Cruz and Paisley, though, so you know this how the podcast came about, why my ideas are here, um, where my inspiration comes from, okay? So, Cruz and Paisley are the first siblings in the United States with this rare disease, and it was actually a 1 in 80 million chance that I would even have siblings um, to even have this disease, okay? So, um, I've had a little bit of track record in my life of going through some things, and we'll probably talk about that on a different episode. Um, but you know, I think it's important that in the beginning, when I found out about their um, condition, it hit me and my husband very, very hard. And I think that goes along with anything in our life. Like if you're going through something, and it's kind of like, why me? Why do things keep happening to me? I don't understand. Like, why me? Um, I think we've all been there, and that's the reason I'm able to talk about it right now is because I've lived it. I'm still living it. I'm still having to develop and learn and grow, and that's why I created this podcast because I can, as I'm growing, maybe I can just help someone else along the way, okay? So um, when we found out about their disease, I mean, it literally took a toll on us. Um, It's a fatal disease. Uh, The Life expectancy is not past nine years old, and the research to fund a cure to help them live a longer life is six million dollars. So, you can absolutely see why I am passionate about what we do. I'm on fire because I'm a mom that has to save her kids. Okay, has it been easy? Absolutely not. It's been so far from (laughs) easy. Um, But I think, you know, when I first found out about that diagnosis, I remember where I was sitting. I remember not coming out of the house for a week. I remember the tears. I remember, and I'll probably cry on this podcast too, y'all. Just please bear with me. I'm I'm real. I'm a human. We live in Muscle Shoals, Alabama, a tea tiny town that you probably have never even heard of if you don't know our story. Um, But I'm human. And when I found out about their disease, I was so, I was upset, of course. I was confused. I was angry. I was, I can't even like, it's the whole emotional roller coaster you could possibly ever think of. I mean, if you can think of every emotion you went through and then it's like, oh my gosh, I have the most special children though. You know what I'm saying? So, 
Um, I think the one thing that I was first is I was pissed off. And um, you have to go through all of the emotions to kind of come out on the other side. And we're going to always continue to go through these emotions as we go through our journey. Um, But the most important thing that I've realized after two years of going through this with my children and my husband is things are happening uh, for you, not to you. And at the beginning, it was happening to us. I was in it. It was happening to us. I was blaming God. Me and my husband were blaming each other. Look what we did because it's a it's a genetic mutation. Um, so we were blaming each other. We were mad at each other. Like, look what, what we've done instead of trying to understand God's plan and all this, right? Um, so for a while, everything was happening to us. And it was, why me? Why another thing? Why my kids? Why both of my kids? Um, but going through the journey, and what I'm going to share with you on this podcast is what I've learned along the way. And that's when you get to the point where you realize Things are happening for you. Um, It's not happening to you. You know, God doesn't intend to put something on you to hurt you. Like, he just, it's not how how it works. Um, You know, I've heard my mother-in-law told me one time, only the strong endure. You shouldn't have been so strong. And at first, I kind of laughed. But then when you think about it, it's like, yes, you're handed hard things in life because you can handle it. Because maybe you can't handle it at the time. But that doesn't mean you can't handle it in the end. That doesn't mean you're not going to fight through it because you will. You will fight through it. That's why you were given that specific task or fight or mountain to climb. That's the reason why. And so when you realize when bad things happen to you, it's usually happening for you. It's a story for you to tell. It's a a way for you to help someone else get through it when you get through it. You can help other people. Um, So that's one of the biggest things that I've learned in this situation is even during the most darkest times in your life, you can still find the light. You can still find the light. You can still help somebody else because I've connected with so many people, not just people Um, other rare disease moms, I've connected with people that are just going through a hard time in general. They're going through a hard time in general. They've learned about our story. They follow us now. And just us continuing to fight and just wake up out of bed and get out of bed and get our clothes on, that inspired somebody else to do the exact same thing that day. Okay? So when you're going through a really hard time, just know people are watching you. People care about you. And they want you to... They want you to be okay, you know, and they're, they're looking at you as an example because they just need an ounce of hope to help get them through another day. So whether you're going through anything in life, it doesn't matter if you're, it could be the smallest little thing. Like I have people reach out to me all the time. They're like, my problems are nothing compared to your problems, but I just want you to know this, this situation there, this topic that you talked about helped me get through a specific hour in a day and it's not just me but it's you too if you're going through a hard time there's somebody out there that you can inspire you can offer hope to and that you can encourage um so it's not happening to you it's happening for you and when you realize that that's going to help you continue to push through and fight because remember it's not it's just a moment it's not the end of the world it's not the end of 
the day. Like, it's just a moment. And when, if you think of it, you're just going through a bad moment, you know? And sometimes we dwell on those moments so much that it affects our day. It affects our year. It affects our, I mean, it affects years to come and affects the people around us. But if you just realize it's just a moment, it's just a moment. Push through that moment. I promise you, it's always, always, always going to come out. And it, you're going to be stronger in the end. You're going to push through it. And if you look back at your track record in life, like, that's one thing that got me through is I look back at all the things that I've overcome in my life. And the things that I thought I was not going to make it through, I ended up... I I made it through it, but if you look back, like those things that you've went through, maybe you've went through really, really hard, hard times in your life. It's preparing you or it's preparing somebody else to learn from you, you know? You have to think of it like that. Like, I know I'm probably rambling at this point, but you just have to look back at your life and you have to think, okay, I went through that because I'm strong enough to take it. Somebody out there needs to hear my story. Somebody out there, I can help them get through a hard time. People are watching you and you may not think they are, but they, they really, really are. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that I look up to and that I've just watched. Well, if they can make it through it, I can make it through it. And if you don't think you're going to be able to make it through the day, just focus on the moment. Focus on the Focus on the minute. I mean, I've had to do that before where um, I've caught myself in the middle of the day in my closet crying to the point where I cannot even catch my breath, but my kids need me. I'm a mom. I have to make medicines. I have to make feeding. I have to set up for dialysis. I have to clean the house. They have low immune systems. I have to wash the dishes. I have to feed the dogs. Like I have to do things, you know? And so when I finally got my tail out of that closet and realized like, get through the moment, just get through the next hour. That's what's going to help you get through your day, get through your month, get through your life. And when you realize it's not happening to you, it's happening for you. You just have to have faith that you're going to be able to get through it. You have to have faith that everything is going to turn out exactly how it's supposed to be and just take it literally moment by moment, okay? So that's one thing that was on my heart today to share um, is just realizing that. And once you realize that, like it's not happening to me, it's happening for me. You have that switches your mindset into thinking, okay, what can I learn from here? What can I learn from this situation that I'm in? Who am I going to be able to help eventually one day down the road because I fought through this? And I just encourage you, it's going to take a while, but you, I mean, I, it's taken me two years to have to really work because your mind is a powerful thing. Um, it can absolutely control you at times and you can really focus on the negative if, um, if you, if you're not aware of where your mind's going. Um, so once you realize that there is good in each moment, there is good in each day. And sometimes when it's very, very hard to find that ounce of sunshine, but it's there. And once you find it, focus on that to get you through the hard times. Okay. So for me, I'm thankful that God blessed me with children, period. No matter what kind of situation they, that he, he gave us, no matter what mountain he gave us to climb. I'm so blessed with Cruz and Paisley. I, and to me, you know, yes, our, our disease is very, very devastating. We have to raise $6 million, okay? Like, that's not an easy thing to sleep with. That's not an easy thing to wake up to. 
But the fact that he chose me for this task, you know, a part of me, I, I feel like sometimes, you know, like a pride, like I can do it. If he thinks that I could do this and he gave me Cruz and Paisley, the first siblings in the United States to raise $6 million and find a cure for, he believes in me enough that I can do that. I can get my tail out of bed, get dressed, go through my morning routine, make my bed up, go to the gym so I can be a very, very alert and the best mom I can be that day. And it's a, it's a work in progress, guys. Like it's, it's one of those things you're going to have to work towards every day. Like every day, my goal is just get 1% better than I was yesterday. You know, 1%, that's it. Because everything, just getting up some days is a something to celebrate. And when you're going through a hard time, getting out of bed, putting makeup on, fixing your hair and putting clothes on, guys, that's, that is, that's something to celebrate when you're going through a very hard time. But get up and do it. Get up and do it anyways. Focus on just getting through that moment. That specific moment. And I promise you, realize that whatever you're in right now, whatever storm, whatever mountain you're climbing, that I promise you, it's happening for you, not to you. There's something greater on the other side. Just keep going. Okay? I love y'all so much. This is my first episode of the podcast. I'm probably rambling. I apologize if I was. Um, this is just something, a platform that I'm going to be able to use when I'm on the fly, um, in the car, going to doctor's appointments. We go to California, um, San Francisco area. We're going to be flying out there soon. This is just a way that I can keep you updated on our story. I can share a little bit of inspiration and give a little bit of ounce of hope um, when it comes to me and I feel like that push that I need to. So I hope y'all enjoyed this. Um, If you could uh, screenshot this podcast, tag me in it. I try to reply to everyone's messages on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I even check my request folder and I try to reply there too. So um, just screenshot, tag me. If you know somebody going through a hard time, maybe they need a little bit of inspiration or just a friend that believes in them and that can help push them through that moment. Um, I would love to reach out. I'd love to talk to them. Um, I'm always here and I just thank y'all so much for listening. So episode two, I don't know when it's going to come, but probably next week. I'll talk to y'all soon. Good morning and happy Monday. Um, Well, it's Monday morning here. I don't know where it is where you're listening from. Um, It may be a couple days later, but if my kids come in and y'all hear them, it's I tried to uh, record this podcast at like 430 this morning on my way to the gym, but I was running a little bit late, so it just didn't happen. So we're doing it right now. Um, I love this platform that because, you know, there's so much I have on my heart. There's so much I want to share. There's, I, I think, you know, sometimes maybe I can bring some value or I can help someone else going through a hard time. Um, but I, I was doing Facebook lives and I would get ready to do a Facebook live. And then I ended up having to do makeup or something. It just wouldn't get done. But I love this, um, platform because we're all busy. We're, a lot of us are moms. A lot of us are running and going and you can just listen to it on the, on the fly. So, um, 
if you could, by helping me out, you could screenshot this, uh, post it on your social media. You can tag me in it. Um, I usually try to reply to everybody, even in the request messages. Um, I just appreciate all the love and support that we get, and I try to respond back to everybody. Um, but episode two, this is what I want to talk about today, and that's going on faith. Um, if you follow our story, you've probably already seen we just raised our first million dollars for SIOD Research. Like I said in the first episode, this is not really going to be about my children's disease or raising awareness for that. However, I want to share our story. I want to have a place where I can share my feelings and what we're actually going through and where it doesn't have to be filtered or, you know, I can talk about the hard stuff. Um, you know, so that's what I want to talk about is going on faith. And I remember two years ago, you know, it's easy to talk about me and Kyle uh, and where we are now. Um, but what you don't see is the hard stuff two years ago, like the really hard stuff. Um, we had to learn to go on faith. Uh, they told us in the very beginning that we would pretty much have to raise $100,000 for any doctor to even take us serious about the research because the research was millions of dollars. And, um, you know, they had tried to do it in the past and they did get somewhere in the past. You know, they figured out that there's a particular gene that causes this mutation. That was huge. And, but, you know, the patients would either pass away or they would run out of funding. Um, and they just had to give up on it uh, because they didn't have any money to keep going. And in the rare disease world, in any medical world, it's it's all about money when you're trying to get somewhere. Um, so we, they told us that we would have to raise our first, you know, $100,000 for anybody to take us serious. And I remember me and Kyle in the conversations. And me and Kyle weren't in a very good place at that time. Um, we talked about it this morning. I think we're going to, he may be a special guest on a pod on the next episode. So we can really share like what we've been through as a couple and as, you know, through our marriage. Um, but I remember raising that $100,000 and not knowing how we were going to do it. We just started with $5 bracelets and we went on faith. Um, you know, in the very beginning, I knew it was going to be done. I knew that we could do it. I don't know. I didn't know how, and I still don't know how. Um, you know, I remember talking to the doctor who used to do the SIOD research, and he he told me, you know, he had to kind of give up on it. So I can see now where he had like a negative association with it where, you know, he's been there, he's done that. He poured so much of himself and his efforts into SIOD. And so when I reached out to him and I told him, hey, we have $172,000 in the bank account right now. How can we get started? You know, um, his first, let me back up, before he even, before I sent that email, I reached out to him and I told him, you know, we're going to do this. We're we're going to do it. We want to get research started back up. And he, you know, he, he very, very nicely, it wasn't in a mean way. It wasn't in a conniving way at all, but he very nicely said, you know, this research is going to be very, very difficult to, to fund. Like, I think that you and your family should just raise money for um, your children and your medical bills and your travel expenses and treat the symptoms. I wouldn't, I wouldn't attempt the research. And what did we do? We did the opposite of what he, what he um, recommended us do because that wasn't, that's not what I, we wanted to do. We wanted to cure this disease. We wanted to raise money. We wanted to, to fund this research. We went on faith on how we were going to provide for our family. We went on faith of how we're going to provide for research because it's two separate things. When we created Cruising for a Cure Foundation, we made it specifically with bylaws that say 
every dollar raised in cruising for a cure goes to SIOD research. Um, you know, a lot of people, they don't understand that it doesn't, our family has nothing to do with our family. We cannot use any type of that, any type of money to help with any type of living expenses, medical bills, travel expenses, anything like that is against our laws. And so raising that first hundred thousand, we did exactly what the opposite of what we said we were going to, what he wanted us to do. Um, we ended up finding a doctor that was a part of the research. He worked on the immunology part and he was willing to take on this research for us. And now it is at Stanford University. We've been sending $30,000 a month each month. Um, and we have, we just raised our first million dollars at Stanford. It's act, it's active. Research is active. Um, but let me tell you a couple of stories when, you know, it was so easy for people to tell us, this is going to be really, really hard. Like, I don't know if you're going to be able to do it. They, but, but then again, they believed in us. They believed in us and they were going to work as hard, just as hard as we did. Um, but a story about my granddad, my granddad is literally the, probably the best human you will ever meet. He raised me. Um, he got me when I was almost six years old. He was in his fifties and he raised, he was a very, very strong businessman, um, worked eight to eight Monday through Saturday, owned his own store. And he, um, just all my whole life has given me life lessons, but he's always been my biggest supporter. No matter what, I would come up with the craziest ideas and he would make them happen. He would help me. He would support me till no end. And I remember when this, in the very beginning, when I told, you know, my papa, it's a $6 million research. He, yeah, I was waiting for him to say, okay, let's do it. I remember him saying, Jessica, I just don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know. You know how hard that's going to be. I don't know if you can do it. I don't know. Like, I don't know how we're going to do it. Nobody's just going to give us millions. And I remember the conversation. I thought, wow, like, this is the first time he hasn't been, mm, why? It's because he was trying to protect me. Um, we'll talk about it in another episode. If you're doing something big in life and you're being a world shaker and you're you're trying to do something big, you're going to have three types of people. You're going to have your lovers who are behind you no matter what. I mean, you could be on the, the side of the road selling turnip greens and they're going to be the first one at your stands. You're going to have your lovers. You're going to have your naysayers, which naysayers is, I mean, it's usually the people closest to you. It's your best friends. It's your family. Not that they don't believe in you. They know you can do it, but they're trying to protect you. They want to protect you because they love you. And then you're going to have your haters. Thankfully, we haven't had many of those, but we have had a couple of incidents where, um, you know, people just want to say ugly things about you. Like, I mean, for instance, one story was, um, I was in the bank. I have, I, I'm also a part of a, a community-based marketing where I might I've earned a car bonus. So I drive a 2017 Mercedes SUV. I'm in the line at the bank. Guess what? They pay for that car. My car payment is $94 a month. Thanks to my other business that I run. Um, and so I had somebody that called our accountant and said, said something about my car. Like they, I shouldn't be driving that nice of a car raising money. And our accountant had to very nicely say, Hey, she doesn't pay for that car. 
You know, you're always going to have your lovers, your naysayers, naysayers, and your haters. Like, and we thankfully have not had very many haters at all. We've had a majority of lovers and then our family just tries to protect us. So that was a story about my papa who usually always is behind me no matter what, but he was trying to protect me in case we couldn't do it. He didn't want me to he didn't want me to feel badly about myself. He didn't want me to be depressed. He didn't want me to, you know, not believe in myself. Now it's a little bit different story. He he absolutely tells me, yes, we can do it. We can do it. But he was trying to protect me and protect him in the very beginning because he didn't know. But we went on faith. We went on faith. We didn't know how we were going to raise the first $100,000. But one powerful thing that I've learned along the way is... When you're going somewhere and when you have a goal and when you have a dream, envision hitting it. You know, like um, I always would think about how I felt when we when we raised that first hundred thousand dollars. We surpassed the hundred thousand dollars and raised a hundred and seventy-two thousand dollars and sent an email to that doctor saying, "Hey, we're ready. We're serious." And that's what got it going so fast. Money talks. I mean, it, it stinks. It stinks when you're talking about your child's life. Um, but money talks. And so when we sent that first email, I mean, we immediately got things in place right then. But I remember how I felt. Okay, so then I needed to talk to them about how can we continue re- making research active each month. Like, give us, give us an amount that we have to send each month um, for the research to keep going. And so they decided $30,000 a month. We do not know how we're going to how we're going to raise $30,000 a month. I'm telling you, the hardest thing as a parent and I I can talk about it now when your children are in the hospital because we are in in and out of the hospital frequently with treatments and dialysis and my daughter's kidneys are going down. We're in the hospital a lot and so we have monthly donors that bring in anywhere from 12 to $15,000 a month. They donate anywhere from $5 a month to $500 a month. And that brings in a large portion of what we have to send monthly. But you still have another 15000 that you have to fundraise. It's very, very hard fundraising from a hospital bed. But you have faith that it's going to be done. And not just faith. Like, it's complete trust. It's strong belief rather than proof it's going to be done. That's faith. You have to have faith that it's going to be done. You have to truly believe it's going to happen. And it's just happened. Um, you know, and it hasn't, has it been easy? It's been the, this has been the hardest thing Um I mean, anybody would ever have to go through, but it could always be worse too. Um, So I'm just telling you, even if all, like when you have a diagnosis like this and they tell you your children are not going to live past nine years old, the only thing you have is faith. That's it. That is absolutely it. You're always going to have people that to try to stop you in everything that you do. Um, you know, people go through things in their life, and I've done it before too. Like, you know, you're going through something in your life, and you project your life on somebody else. You know, that's when we have somebody that doesn't say something very nice about us. I just know, don't take that to heart. You're going to have to have tough skin because they're probably projecting something in their life, and they're projecting it on you. Like, but don't let that stop you. You cannot, you cannot let other people um, stop you. Thankfully, when we found out about this, I'm talking, we had so much love and some support. Still, two years later, we've raised our first million dollars, and we literally have a whole community fighting along with us. 
did it did we just automatically have that many people fall no but we have faith and we we're very open and that's the thing is we are very very open we're open with our prayer life we're open with the faith that we have we're open with our fundraising efforts we're open with Cruz and Paisley we share the stuff that I don't even like to share some days some days believe it or not I don't even want to be on social media I, I, some days I just want to go hide. Some days I just want to sit in my, in my couch. Some days I don't want to talk to anybody, but I have to, I have to because Cruz and Paisley's life and the other couple of children that are still alive in the United States, they depend on me. They depend on you. They depend on our community. They depend on their parents. They depend on somebody and somebody has to stand up and do it. But it's going on faith. And the one thing that I have found super powerful this whole entire thing is that if you're going after something in your life, you have a dream, you have an ambition, you have a goal, speak it into existence. Like when I've changed my prayer throughout this too, and Kyle has too, and Kyle is the one, I'm telling you, I'm not, people are always like, you're so positive, you're so on point, you're just always, I'm like, no, I'm really not, it's it's Kyle, you know, that, that reels me back in. He is such a strong rock in my life. Like he is the rock in my life. And when things get tough and sometimes I say, oh, I just don't know how we're going to do it. He will change my verbiage for me. Um, speak it into existence already. My prayer life, I'm thanking God for what he's going to bring in our life. I'm, you know, now that we have raised our first million dollars, what's next? I am already envisioning how it's going to feel as the leverage that Dr. Lewis at Stanford gets to use and say, hey, Cruising for a Cure Foundation raised their first million dollars. Like we have got to have a partnership with them. We've got to help. They're doing this on their own. I am already envisioning how I'm going to feel, how our community is going to feel, what it's going to mean to our family and our foundation and our board members when we get our first medical grant to help fund this research. I'm already envisioning how it's going to feel in my soul. I'm praying about it. I'm already thanking God for what he's sending to us. It just hasn't got here yet, but it's on its way. It's coming. Speaking it to existence is super, super powerful. And I haven't done that until this past year. And I'm, like I said, I'm a part of a very, very powerful, um, community-based marketing group that had, and I have been exposed to some very, very powerful people who have helped me and guided me through this verbiage, through this, through this lifestyle. And it has been really, really, really amazing. Um, you know, God places people and organizations and things in your life, uh, for you, because remember it's not happening to you, it's always happening for you. And so I've just really, really, really um, been super blessed with some really, really amazing people who um, who speak things into existence, who know, who go on faith every single day. They, they survive and they thrive on faith. And so I've just been really, really blessed. Um, you know, and so I just want to share this with y'all. So we have no idea how we're going to raise. It's a $6 million research. We've raised our first million dollars. I have no idea how we will raise the other five million. I have absolutely no idea. The thought of raising another million exhausts me. I'm just going to be honest, but I can't think of that. I just have to think of 
the very, very small goals, you know, um, because when you think, I look back at all the fundraisers that we've done, I look back at all the things that we've done, and it was, it's a lot of energy, and it's a lot of, um, it's a lot of things that a lot of people have helped us out with, and sometimes I have a hard time because I'm like, all we do is beg people for money, like, they're probably so tired of it, but, I just know it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen, and I like to share our story. That way people, they feel like they know Cruz and Paisley, and you haven't even met them yet, you know? Um, so I have no idea how we're going to raise our next $5 million. I have no idea when our grants are coming. I just know they're coming. I just know it's going to happen. It's already done. That's one, of the, that's one of the quotes that we have been saying this whole past year. It is already done. My husband, Kyle, he said it one time, and I was like, that's so powerful. That is that, yes, it is. It's already done. And you have to know that. You have to truly believe that. You have to, and I think the hardest thing that I've had to overcome is finding joy in the journey. I'm one of those, like, I'm a what's next type of person. Like, I'm a go, go, go. I'm a workhorse. I just want to, I just want to get it done, you know? But finding joy in the in the journey, just knowing he's going to provide, you know, he's going to provide the miracles. He's going to provide um, the money that we need for research. But it's it's finding joy in the journey and, and just enjoying the journey. He's changing lives with Cruz and Paisley throughout this journey. And so that's one powerful thing that we just have to step back. And when you don't know what your next step is, it's fine. It's fine, but just believe it's going to happen. Paisley's knocking on the door. We have to go. Um, I'll bring you one. Real life over here. Mom life. Um, But if you could just screenshot this. This is my second episode of the podcast. If you're loving it, please leave a five-star review. I think I, you can only do it on Apple, but I'm not really sure how that works yet. I'm figuring out all this out. Um, and just share with a friend. Post on your social media. Tag me. Um, you can go to cruisingforacurefoundation.com and read more about, of our, about our story. You can go to our Facebook page, Cruising for a Cure, and that's Cure with a K, and you can see Cruising Paisley um, and meet them. So thank you so much much for listening. I appreciate it and we will talk to you soon.